Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hi guys, welcome to With Wit. Prior to quarantine, I spoke with Kelly Lebeck. Kelly is a holistic nutritionist, wellness expert, author of the best-selling book, Body Love, and her new book, Body Love Every Day, Choose Your Life-Changing 21-Day Path to Food Freedom. I know everyone's biggest goal right now is to stay healthy, and one aspect of our health that we can be in control of is our diet. I know it sounds daunting, and I know it can be overwhelming, especially right now, to start attempting to eat better as there is so much information available at our fingertips. So Kelly is here to help. She works with clients to improve their health, achieve their goals, and develop sustainable habits to live a healthy and balanced life. I hope this conversation can help steer you in a direction that works for you. Please continue to stay home, stay safe, stay healthy. Here is Kelly. Kelly, I'm so excited to have you on. We have a special co-host today. My husband, Tim, is back. Say hello. Hello. Okay. So <laughs> so Timmy is co-hosting with me today because he is really responsible for all things food related when it comes to me. I am incapable of feeding myself, which sounds <laughs> like I'm a newborn baby, but it's kind of not, not the case. Mm. So I wanted to talk to you just because, one, it's so important for me to take care of myself. And because Timmy is my partner in that, I wanted him to hear and learn from you. And then also, we just want to know more about, you know, our health in general. And I know you come from a place of knowing so much about the body and our biology and how food interacts with that. And so I guess how we can get started is you just telling us first how you got started in that and how you parlayed that into becoming a holistic nutritionist. Thanks for having me on. And Timmy, nice to meet you too. Nice to meet you. So I spent the first few years after graduating from college, I went to USC in Los Angeles and I had an eight-year career in cancer and genetics. I've always loved health and nutrition. I've always loved biology and just sort of understanding how the food we eat affects us and our body. Mm-hmm. But I never really thought it could be a career. When I was an undergrad, being a registered dietitian meant that I was going to work at a hospital in a, or in a dialysis center and work with people who had cancer or diabetes. And it was really more of like nutrition to survive, not nutrition to thrive. And what 
came about in those first few years when I was working in cancer and genetics was that people were really interested in health and nutrition and they were really interested in the studies behind it. So I started using those skills that I learned in my cancer and genetics career and putting those into kind of into practice with my friends and my family members and people who were interested in health and nutrition and breaking down nutrition studies, helping people do things from lose weight to clear acne to understand their autoimmune disease or polycystic ovarian syndrome and like ways to eat to support that. So I started Do All by Kelly as a side hustle in 2012 and I took it full time three years later in 2015. Fast forward, here we are almost five full years later and I have a couple books and a a roster of clients I'm really proud to support. And yeah, I get to do what I love. So it's been a wild ride, but a really, really rewarding one. Yeah. I mean, so amazing. You've had such an amazing history. It's so interesting for me because I grew up eating a very typical, like what I would think American diet. What do you think I'm thinking of right now? I used to eat white bread, slice white bread and roll up the slices into a ball and then take little bites out of them and eat them as snack. And then when I would get home from school, I would eat Haagen-Dazs ice cream with mini M&Ms on top, like literally as a snack. And I don't want, I don't mean to talk shit about my parents or how they fed me, but I think that there just wasn't as much education back then as there is now. That actually was what I was going to ask, listening to sort of your career path, do you think that you could have had your career 10, 15, 20 years ago? My question is like, when did people start to realize there was a connection between what they ate and their health? I think people are still realizing it. That's the hard part. It's It's like, it's really, the early adopters, I would say, really caught on in the early 2000s. But I would say the majority of Americans, it started right around when I started my career, or just even now today in 2020. It's thank God for the internet. It's a crazy place and there's a lot of false advertising and bad science, but there's a lot of really good stuff there too. And nutrition is so much more accessible to people. And there are a lot of people on the internet breaking it down for people. But I mean, wit, I don't think that you're talking bad about your parents. I was a Costco kid. I grew up on bagel bites, taquitos. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, now we're like, talking nutrition. Triscuits, wheat thins, like all those like pink and white frosted animals. Wait, wheat, wheat, wheat thins are, are bad for you? <laughs> made of wheat. It's right there in the yeah. title. And wheat. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We have so much to no. learn. Like, it's, all, it's all processed carbohydrates, you know, and highly processed highly palatable foods that are really, they react like drugs in our brain. So, I mean, but the thing is our parents didn't know, you know, it was like chicken Mm -hmm. rice and iceberg salad. And you're like, that is such a well-rounded meal. And it is, it could just be a lot, just be a lot better. Right. So, well, that's what, that's what we ate. I mean, we ate like an iceberg lettuce wedge with ranch dressing, meat and a starch. And that's what we ate every single night. My dad had a soda with every meal. For me, what's so hard and what hits a nerve with this is that my dad really had a horrible, horrible diet. He was diagnosed with stage four cancer. And then he lived with that for a year and passed away after a year. But, you know, we were so that whole year trying to get him to change his diet, which was really 
the wrong time. I mean, I don't know if it's ever too late, but for him, it was like he was doing chemo. He had so many different trials of different medications that he was so sick. He could not even think about trying to change his diet. So what do you say to people? Like when is, is it ever too late? And like, what are the first steps to kind of going down the right path? Yeah, because I know some people that can completely change and then it becomes too overwhelming and too much that they can't stick with it. Like, how do you ease someone into it that is a little bit resistant? Yeah, to answer your first question, I never think it's too late. I really always like to offer hope. And I think when people are dealing with what might be the end of the road or a really horrible diagnosis, they want hope. There is conversation you can have about like nourishing your body at the end and taking care of yourself through food. Mm-hmm. If your dad's like my dad, you know, my mom went through breast cancer. It was really hard on our family. And I'm I'm a lucky one. Like she's still with us today. Mm-hmm. And it's a fight for me. I mean, she's drinking my smoothies. She like starts her day with a green smoothie. She, I'm on her every single day to switch up the protein she's buying at Costco and like try to try butcher box or try organic. And they're used to eating a certain way. And it's a lot of handholding and a lot of support to get those changes to happen. But I never think it's too late. And I always encourage people to motivate family members who are diagnosed, newly diagnosed with diseases to to get in their kitchen and change some things. Mm -hmm. But I understand it can be difficult. So we need to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I just like to come from a place of positivity. There's a lot of times when people are diagnosed or when you're trying to make a change in your diet and immediately it feels like everyone's telling you, you can't have soda, you can't have sugar, you can't have carbs, you can't have... And you're just like, whoa, that's really overwhelming for me. And it makes you want it even more mm-hmm. and almost to revolt, especially if you've been diagnosed with the disease because you're like, well, first of all, F this. This isn't fair. Right. And no one's going to tell me now that I can't eat the things I love if I only have a certain amount of time left or for whatever reason, you know. So for me, it's to find the positive on your plate. So I like to talk about the categories of foods that our body needs and to look at that as a little checklist. I call it the fab four. It's four things. It's protein, fat fiber and leafy greens or vegetables deep in color. Science tells us we need essential amino acids or proteins from our food. Whether you're vegan, vegetarian, keto, paleo, it doesn't matter. You have to have protein from your food. Essential fatty acids. These are like our omega-3s that everyone's talking about. Mm -hmm. You have to get your essential fatty acids from fat. And then the fiber and greens piece is feeding of your gut microbiome. That's the first layer of protection from the outside world, from endocrine disrupting chemicals, from toxins, like your gut microbiome, that probiotic bacteria inside of you that really protects you from the outside world. So we really want that to be thriving and intact. And then the leafy greens piece or vegetables deep in color is just a way for people to get antioxidants, to fight oxidative stress, to fight disease, to increase cellular detoxification. So for example, if you were to go to dinner somewhere, it wouldn't be that you couldn't have something on the menu. You might say like, oh, I get a burger at this location, or I always get this chicken you would say, how can I add fiber and greens? Should I add a side salad? Can we get the Brussels sprouts or the broccolini for the table? It's really a positive Mm -hmm. of adding and nourishing instead of depriving. And it can be as silly as going to an Italian restaurant that might just have pizza and pasta and saying, well, at least we can add the arugula salad or something of that nature to really start to think about how can you use food as medicine to Mm -hmm. nourish yourself. And what eventually happens is we crowd out the sugar, the processed carbohydrates, the alcohol, the dessert, and they don't happen as often. 
not because we told ourselves we couldn't have it, but because we put our energy and effort into the positive and we didn't give power to those negative processed, highly palatable foods. And now a word from our brand partner. I know you may not be thinking that accessories are an item to invest in right now, but I have such a good deal for you that you may want to think twice about it. I've discovered this new brand, Tamara Mellon, who I've been talking about for a little while now, but it's because it's so cute. Tamara is the iconic designer who created Jimmy Choo. And I mean, how much do we all love Jimmy Choo? After leaving Jimmy Choo, she launched her new namesake brand. The shoes are amazing. The leather is so beautiful. The colors are so rich and they're so comfortable. She really designs with what women want in the forefront of her mind. She makes such gorgeous shoes that mold to your feet and feel great, which for me is almost most important. You know, we live a life where we have to be constantly on our toes, especially me running after a two and a half year old. Her new sandals are so, so cute and they're totally, excuse me, they're totally doable to wear around the house to wear on a little walk. There's this one called the Dusk that's so cute. It's in this mustard yellow color that I'm obsessed with. And then there's the Horizon, which is this really pretty rich, like mahogany, burgundy color with a black sole and would just look so chic, even with jeans, boyfriend jeans, a flowy summer dress. I don't know. I'm daydreaming now about these shoes. But basically, the shoes are made in Italy. Sorry, not basically. Start that again. Um, The shoes are really, really amazing quality. They're made in Italy and they're handcrafted from the best materials and produced in actually the same factories that make likely all of your other luxury shoes. So you will receive $100 off any pair of her shoes. Just go to tamaramelon.com and use the code with wit. That's tamaramelon.com. T-A-M-A-R-A-M-E-L-L-O-N.com and use promo code with wit for a hundred dollars off. You guys go check them out. They're so cute. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party, a podcast for working women that support each other's successes. In each episode, we bring in leading female powerhouses for career real talk and BS-free advice. Ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. And now back to our conversation. So what would be the things that you would completely take out of someone's kitchen? Like if you were to come into a kitchen, what would you say? Oh my gosh, no, you guys should not have this in there. I mean, and and I'm saying that from a place of like not not being judgmental because I know I'm hearing you when you're saying you come from a positive place, but just, you know, for people to do a little bit of a clean out, what should we be looking to take out? So you really want to look to remove processed carbohydrates and sugar-laden condiments and added sugar. And then you want to look at specific oils called industrial seed oils. So what I would do and what I always do with clients is I replace before I remove. Okay. So say you had added sugar in your diet because you had a Coca-Cola problem Mm -hmm. or even a Diet Coke problem with those like chemical fake sugars. We would replace that sugar. We would replace that Coca-Cola and then we would remove it. So I might replace it with a Zevia, which is sweetened with Stevia. Mm-hmm. You know, it isn't something I think you should be mainlining every single day anyways, mm-hmm. but it's a great alternative to 
a soda, mm-hmm. a regular soda, a diet soda. So we'd probably use Zevia for a couple weeks, four to six weeks, have those around in case you really needed one, keep you from ordering them out or drinking them at home. Mm-hmm. Eventually when that emotional connection to soda has calmed, you're not going to have that same response to Zevia. Then we might switch to something like a sound tea. That's an organic sparkling tea in a glass bottle. So we've removed endocrine disrupting chemicals out of your cans. We're using antioxidant rich tea. They have everything from like black tea to green tea to herba mate to ginger and rose flavored teas. Then all of a sudden we're giving you all these fun flavors in a glass bottle. We remove the chemicals, we remove the sugar and we don't have natural or artificial sweeteners. So it's, it's almost like we go from, you know, crawling to walking to running and, and we really just elevate. And so liquid sugars and sodas, juices, things like that. We'd pull all that. After we look at sugary drinks, we would look at sugar hiding in condiments. And then we would look at oils hiding in dips and condiments. So sugar first, a a couple great brands, Primal Kitchen, they've taken all the sugar out of everything. They have a ketchup that tastes like candy sauce. You wouldn't miss, you wouldn't miss your traditional Heinz. Really? Yeah. A new Primal is also a brand that's great. Um, But Primal Kitchen has everything. They have a, like a dairy-free ranch, They have clean mayonnaise with avocado oil and pasture-raised eggs. So people are afraid of like mayonnaise and creamy dressings and all these things. But that's the kind of stuff that can make a lower carb, high protein, high veggie type of a meal satisfying Mm -hmm. without your wonder ball. I'll call it a wonder ball. Your wonder bread ball. Yeah. Right? (laughs) You don't get... I think it was like Millbrook. It was something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was a wonder bread kid. So it's like not far off. And I feel like we always used to squish it into weird shapes too. So (laughs) I don't think that that's weird. I know. That's Um, just like my flavor. What the flavor profiles I go for are. I mean, I also eat so much meat. Maybe we could go through like what we would eat in a day and find out like what we think is healthy or nutritious and like ways to substitute it, make it better. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Okay. I love that. Okay. So we start, I mean, Timmy and I are a little bit different. Timmy starts by intermittent fasting. Really? He does it even though subconsciously, because he doesn't really get hungry until about lunchtime. I will start because one of my guilty pleasures, and I know it's guilty because I know it's bad for me, is a vanilla cappuccino from Coffee Bean. Um, The coffee beans, I know they're not organic. And I know the vanilla powder is just like, essentially, they're just scooping in a cup of sugar. But I, and I drink it with now oat milk. I was drinking it with coconut milk and those are probably not from great brands either, but it's just like, I don't love food that much and I love this drink. And so I just allow myself to have this every morning. So I start Mm -hmm. with that and then I have a banana. Let's look at how you're starting your day. So we're going to, we're going to add the banana in there. So coffee is, yes, it's always better if we can use clean organic coffee. It's one of the number one ingredients sprayed with pesticides. Two, you are, they are pouring a bunch of that powdered stuff does have dairy in it. A lot of people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Just be aware of that. And it does have a lot of sugar, the mm-hmm. vanilla powder. And then the oat milk is actually more carbohydrates and sugar than almond or coconut. <laughs> so a lot of people are making this swap to oat milk. But oat milk is actually a crop that's heavily sprayed with glyphosate, which is known to cause lymphoma and is highly GMO. Shit. So, you know that emoji where oh the lady God. has her hand on her face? <laughs> that's me right now. That's, that's Whitney. I'm like also times. getting like a stress headache as this is happening. So here's what, here's, and then on top of that, you went sugar with oat milk, sugar with the sugary stuff, the vanilla sugary stuff, and then you added a banana. So the only macronutrient 
the only macronutrient you're getting there is carbohydrates, mm-hmm. which is mostly sugar. Which is likely so why your I'm getting sugar, headaches, right? What likely why I'm getting absolutely, headaches. <laughs> absolutely why you're getting headaches. Mm-hmm. Your blood sugar is spiking massively and then and the caffeine doesn't help. And then about 90 minutes to two hours later, you're gonna feel a massive crash. You're gonna feel like you're craving more carbohydrates. You're gonna feel like you have little energy, you have brain fog, and you might have a headache. Does that happen? You might get a little shaky. Yeah, that happens. Also, you should know it takes her three and a half hours to drink like the six ounces that are in the cup. So that <laughs> might slow down much. the timetable a bit. But just... yeah, that's that's <laughs> actually she's sl- she's slow dripping that sugar in. So she might not actually have that crash. OK, she might be keeping herself high. But here's what you should know. This is something that I talk to with cli- I talk with clients about all the time and I can swap your coffee. It can be just as delicious really? and way more nutritious. Ooh. So here's what I would do. What you need to do is start your day with some source of protein. So Vital Proteins, which is a collagen company, they make a collagen vanilla creamer. And what I would do is I would drip your own black coffee at home. Mm -hmm. I'd pour six ounces, a cup and a half into a blender. Mm -hmm. I would use the collagen creamer, a big scoop of it. It's vanilla flavored. Then I would do a tablespoon of coconut oil and throw that in. And then I would blend it. So you're getting protein and fat. Can we do this? We and I want to do so this. so good. Yeah. And it blends into the frothiest, most delicious vanilla flavored latte you've ever tasted. And if it's not sweet enough, I would use Now Foods organic monk fruit drops. You can get those on Amazon. And I would put one to three drops in there if you need it a little bit sweeter. And then you would you could eventually like titrate down to one or two drops, but it's negligible. It doesn't really matter. It's not going to have an effect on your blood sugar, but it's going to get you the sweet flavor. Now, then, is this for someone who, like, should I be doing this too? Or, or is starting to eat at noon a bad move also? What kind of coffee do you drink? I don't drink, do coffee. drink coffee. I just get you up do, and then I just start kicking ass immediately <laughs> <laughs> without any oh type of First stimulus. Of yeah, <laughs> go Tim. <laughs> First of all, you're a superhero. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Oh, damn it. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsor. So I struggle with drinking water. I feel like I'm always dehydrated and that leads to headaches. And it's just this vicious cycle. But I know it's because of dehydration. And so for me, I found something that actually helps me keep hydrated and Basically, it's this brand called Hydrant. They have created flavored electrolyte packets that you mix directly into your water to efficiently and effectively hydrate your body. I try to wake up early and I try not to fall back to sleep. I'm going on morning walks. I try to do something that I know is going to set me up for success. And that's going on these walks and then staying hydrated. With Hydrant, you jumpstart your mornings in such a great, great way. Top performers in business and sports actually attribute their success to their morning routine. So whether it's waking up early or setting your goals for the day or exercise or meditation, like you should be doing all these things, but not everyone has the time to do it. So with Hydrant, you can actually get there faster. Did you also know that 75% of us are walking around everyday life chronically dehydrated? Hydrant creates, like I said, these flavored electrolyte packets. Each rapid hydration mix has the four essential electrolytes your body needs. Sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc. I know this is a little bit of science, but this precise blend of electrolytes found in their mix helps your body hydrate quickly and stay hydrated all day. 
There's no synthetic colors, stevia, or artificial sweeteners. It's completely vegan, and you can choose between three different flavors or a variety pack. They start at just a buck a packet for a 30-day supply but you can save even more with a monthly subscription. For 25% off your first order, go to drinkhydrant.com slash with wit or enter code with wit at checkout. That's drinkhydrant.com slash with wit and enter promo code with wit for 25% off your first order. Now back to our chat. So a lot of times people say at intermittent fast and then they start their day with a sugary latte and they just say, oh, I eat at lunch, but they actually have started their day when they had that sugary latte. So the good news is for you is you're a guy. So intermittent fasting isn't hard on your system. Like it can be for like skipping breakfast isn't as hard on your system as it is for some women and it's not going to backfire. So if you are having water and taking ass until noon, I would keep it that way okay. because it's going well for you. Do you work out at all? Yeah. So Winnie and I do like hot yoga two to three times a week. And then like I'll, I'll go to the gym and, and run and lift some weights, but we mostly do Great. hot yoga. Do you do it in the morning or at night? Yeah, we do it no- normally at 1030. In the morning? Yeah. Perfect. I love yes. that. So even better. So you're Can't working out I'm the healthy fasted. one so far. <sighs> you're working out. It's good. You're working out fasted, which causes a surge of human growth hormone and testosterone in your body that naturally burns fatty acids or stored fats in your body and makes you metabolically flexible to burn fat and or sugar, which is really healthy. So with, if you can't go into that workout without a little food, I would suggest leaning on protein and fat over like a banana because one, you're not metabolizing it fast enough to make that sugar available to your bloodstream Mm -hmm. and you're releasing insulin, which prevents, I mean, you have an adorable figure and you probably don't need to lose an ounce, but the insulin release there is preventing your body from burning its own fat, which if we burn our own fat, it's actually way more efficient for our body and it's a cleaner fuel and has less like byproducts. So what would you suggest? Because I'm really, when I have the coffee, I'm really not that hungry. So what would you suggest as a, as a substitute to a banana? Because a banana kind of feels like it's that exact amount that I need to just feel like satisfied for the workout. Totally. So here's the deal. What I would do, here's the other, here's the other side of that coin. There's a couple things. So one, if you're having the coffee and you're making it the cleaner way, what I just recommended, you're getting a little bit of protein and fat. And if you wanted something like a banana or a handful of raspberries or some type of fruit, that's going to like slowly release that sugar. Mm -hmm. I would just make sure you're having it like 45 minutes to an hour before your workout. Okay. Okay. We're going to do. And then, yeah. And if, and if that's the case, then that's great. Um, so what's so cool about a workout is it makes your muscles really, really hungry or insulin sensitive for sugar. And your body does a better job of rebalancing blood sugar. So whenever my clients are like, hey, when can I have a starch or a carbohydrate or things that are sweet? It's sort of counterintuitive, but the best time to have those things is around a workout, either before a workout, a little bit over an hour so that you can free up that sugar to use in your workout mm-hmm. or an hour or two after a workout because your muscles are empty. They're hungry for sugar. If you were ever an athlete, like we eat carbohydrates, we fill up our muscles with stored sugar and then we can burn it and then they're empty and then we want to refill them. The problem is, is when we're always eating sugar and carbohydrates and never working out, our blood sugar is always remaining kind of high. Insulin's remaining high and then disease, you know, comes down the pipe. So yeah, because I really, I don't really want to lose weight. That's not my goal. My goal is to build muscle. 
Got it. I guess I'm not really seeing muscle being built because I'm not like giving the muscles what it needs, right? Absolutely. So a couple ways to build muscle, obviously working out is going to build the best muscle. Like when you think about working out and being sore, like if you're not getting sore in your workouts, you're not, you're not going to build. So you want to be ripping and tearing muscle enough to be sore. Mm -hmm. And then your muscles need branch chain amino acids, specific types of proteins that help build lean muscle mass. So if you're looking to build muscle, you know, that collagen creamer I recommended, I might actually use a vanilla protein, like a grass-fed beef protein um, instead, or I'd look at your lunch and dinner and make sure that you're getting enough branched chain amino acids in the form of like chicken or fish or steak at lunch and dinner. I think the hard part is, is everyone's moving plant-based but some of the side effects I see from that is a major protein deficiency and proteins make all our neurotransmitters and all our hormones. So I'm talking like your happy hormones, your sex hormones, all of the things that like make us feel vibrant, alive and maintain like that lean muscle mass on our body. So Mm -hmm. I would just make sure that at least lunch and dinner, you have some source of good protein. So for lunch, normally we would eat like a lot of times we'll eat eggs for lunch, mm-hmm. right? We'll finish the workout, shower, do whatever you have to do, get sunny down. And then it's lunchtime and I'll make with two scrambled eggs with cheddar cheese and a piece of toast with butter and maybe sometimes a side of avocado. Cool. What do you think about that? So I love eggs. I think they're phenomenal. You're using the whole egg? Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Lots of choline, B vitamins in that egg yolk. It's like the most nutritious part of the egg. Two eggs is only 12 grams of protein. So I would push to three. Um, That's going to get you 18 grams of protein, less than 40 grams of protein, and you're, you're protein deficient. So things will happen. For example, if you're a mom and you're pregnant or like you're breastfeeding, for example, protein deficiency or not eating enough protein means that your body will break down to create protein-rich breast milk for your child. Things will happen like brittle nails, hair breaking, things like that. So I want to make sure that you're getting enough. And I would say the minimum for anyone would be 50 grams of protein a day. We do eat a lot of red meat because, you know, as Whitney mentioned in the beginning, she's sort of a finicky eater, so she doesn't really like a lot of seafood. Chicken can weird her out depending on her mood. And so we eat a lot of red meat and we go for the organic. I don't always know if it says grass fed when we get it. We will usually go for organic grass fed. But if I want a specific kind of meat and it doesn't say that, then we still will get it. Like we're not super picky or conscious of it. And we get like, you know, like a New York strip steak or Whitney likes brisket that like you know, I'll do in the, in the in the pressure cooker with like a lot of like vegetables. Roasted carrots and yeah. onions. And then maybe we'll have like roasted organic fingerling potatoes. Like if Whitney there is keeps an organic, throwing organic no, into everything because she doesn't want to seem like she's messing up. No. But we have to tell her the truth. I know. We have her here. We need to be honest. I, 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 Kelly, I swear favorite. to God, I swear if it says, if it says organic, if there's an option, then we're always that buying is the organic. That and is, the carrots and the onions and the potatoes that we get at Whole Foods are always organic. The meat, I don't know if it's organic. Okay. I, okay. Yes. So Hit here's us. what we can do. Do you guys live in a house? Yes. Yes. Do you have a freezer? Yes. Yes. 
Wonderful. So <laughs> one of the biggest things, changes that you can make in your diet is to sign up for a meat program. It's going to save you guys money and it's going to guarantee you get the meat that you want. And on Thrive Market and on ButcherBox and at Belcampo, I mean, Belcampo does deliver to your door as well. You can pick exactly what meats you like. For example, I just ordered a book butcher box last night and my boys like ground beef tacos, ground beef in their pasta, like regular chicken tenders. It's like kids meal city over here and that's fine. But the whole box is all those cuts of meat and that's okay. But here's the deal. Like that's a major change you can make in your diet because you're getting rid of hormones and you're getting rid of antibiotics. It's going to completely affect your gut microbiome and, and keep you guys well. If you, someone were to ask me what cut of meat I think everyone should be eating and what I would eat if I was only told I could eat one thing, it'd be red meat. Really? So Whitney, I don't think there's any problem yes. with that. It's the absolute, Get- absolutely High the five. most nutrient dense. <laughs> it's the most nutrient dense piece of meat out there. And if you're getting the clean stuff, it is the best because you're getting not only vitamin D, think about it. These animals eat grass and they're out in the sun. So not only are you getting... Um, a bunch of hundred percent pasture raised animal, you're getting a bunch of omega threes, which is the most anti-inflammatory fat. You're getting a bunch of vitamin D. Majority of Americans are low in vitamin D. You're getting all the branch chain amino acids you need to retain muscle mass. You're getting a great source of iron. So many people are anemic and they have the inability for their blood to deliver nutrients to the cells in their body. Like, and it what is what's a, ser- a good a serving food. size? Because I generally go by the rule of thumb, like a half a pound per person. And Whitney probably won't eat a full half a pound and I'll probably want to eat like a pound. (laughs) That's actually perfect. Uh, Chris and I always do a pound. I'm four to six ounces and he's six to eight ounces. So if I had four and he had eight, you're at a pound. You know, you're right. A pound for two of us. It's like when your luggage, if you have two bags, you know, and one is under 50 pounds and one is over 50 pounds, you can... Put it in the other yeah. bag and get it. We exactly. Just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Redistribute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're splitting. Yeah. And that's a great and that's a great rule of thumb. And that's that's a good quality protein. So one of the mm-hmm. things that I would also say is when people are stressed out or overworked, our digestion seems to take a hit. So we have lower hydrochloric acid, we have lower production of enzymes. And so whenever anyone's eating red meat, sometimes I'll recommend not every time, but depends on the client and their digestion and how fast it is, or if they're like having regular bowel movements in the morning and things of that nature, it would be to make sure that you have really strong digestion. So something like super enzymes by now foods, which I absolutely love that's hydrochloric acid and enzymes. And so I would just have someone like take one supplement before they eat a meal like that. And Mm -hmm. what that's going to do, make sure that they're getting complete digestion and they're breaking down those amino acids into their, that protein into single amino acids, which are then available to your body to heal, rebuild and synthesize new collagen or proteins internally. This has been really enlightening for sure. Yeah. I'm so happy that you came on. Before we go, tell us about your new book because obviously I want everyone to pick that up. Yeah. So Body Love was my first book and it talks all about the Fab Four, blood sugar balance, hunger hormones, and how to drink, you know, how to use the Fab Four smoothie as a tool and to like find the positive on your plate. And then this book, Body Love Every Day, is answering everyone's questions. So people were like, okay, great. I can do the fab four, but what happens if I'm plant-based, 100% plant-based? So we have 
21 days of plant-based recipes and tips. And then someone, you know, I had people say, that's great, but I have this deadline. I need to get ready for something. How did you get Jen Garner ready for Peppermint movie or, you know, Emmy Rossum ready for her wedding or whatever. So it's called the red carpet ready plan. And that's literally like the tools I used for people getting ready for roles specifically. So I give the keys to the kingdom there. I think people are expecting it to be complete starvation. And it's, we, I really use like small tools mm-hmm. and habits, mm-hmm. but we just get consistent and that's what works. Right. And then the third archetype is girl on the go. So that chapter is like, what do you pack in your bag if you're going on a work trip or going on a bachelorette? Mm-hmm. How do you make meals in less than 30 minutes? So a lot of really, really fast meals and tips for travel and eating out. And then a domestic goddess is the fourth archetype. And that's all about really from scratch cooking, 45 to a minute, an hour long meals, making your own coconut yogurt, fermented veggies, how to like sneak or add in veggies to your kids' meals, things like that. So it's really like the fab four in action with four archetypes that each have 21 days worth of recipes and tips and tricks and and science woven in. So amazing. So amazing. Thank you so, so, so much for doing this. This was... So great. And thank you for letting I'm us so glad. your brain. Hey, it's my pleasure. And I think what's the first thing we all need to recognize is that we're absolutely human. And the way we were raised and the foods that we ate growing up, like it would be silly for me to say like a donut isn't delicious. Like I know how delicious a donut is, you know, right, but it's, right. if we get into these like ruts where we're eating a specific way, it's just finding a way to challenge yourself to make one small change for big results. And it isn't about changing your whole day and everything. It's like taking it piece by piece. I'm sure you did this when you like cleaned out your cabinets of like chemicals or tried Mm -hmm. to use clean beauty. It's like you do it product by product and piece by piece. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's really what I want people to feel that it is attainable. It just doesn't have to happen overnight. And in fact, I would challenge them not to do it overnight, but to do it like brick by brick, like you're building the foundation of your healthy house. It's not Mm going to just, you don't want to throw up a cheap structure. Right. That makes total sense. Okay. So for everyone listening, tell them where we can find you, your social, your website, everything. Yeah. So everything on social is at Be Well by Kelly. My website is kellylevesque.com and my books are Body Love and Body Love Every Day. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.